Hi, this is Brenda with Midlife Single. Thank you for joining us on our first po official podcast. Today, we are going to be talking about COVID and how it's affecting our lives. And I'm really excited to have Steve on the show today, I'm moderating this topic. And so I'm gonna turn it over to Steve. Hello, everybody. Uh, welcome to this first show. For Brenda and Sean and everybody, good to see everybody. Who hasn't COVID affected? Everybody we know from around the world, from the Netherlands to Michigan to Tucson, Arizona, to Bend, Oregon. Glad to have everybody. And we're gonna kind of meander through some questions and get your thoughts on what's going on with you and your world, relationships and things like that. Uh, let's go with the first topic real quick. What is the pulse and climate where you are living with regarding COVID? Constance, you wanna go first? Sure, um, and you can call me Connie. Um, <laughs> so um, I work at the university here in Tucson, and uh, it's a very interesting situation. We are uh, not on campus any longer. Everything went from being in classrooms to being online, um, and it's it's kind of a very mixed mixed response because there are some younger people who are very kind of laissez-faire about oh this isn't a real thing oh this isn't such a big thing and then there are people who don't get closer than six feet to me I'm really afraid of this I've got a mask I've got my gloves I've got my shield and so it's really really mixed here I think uh, Graham, real quick, you're uh, overseas. Uh, yes. Just has it affected people over there like you think maybe we think that it's affected people here? Quite possibly. Uh, it, the strange thing is we could almost see it coming towards us um, because it started in the southern Europe and I'm in the northwestern part of Europe and it's like we were waiting for this tidal wave to hit us. And that was a weird feeling. Um, Dutch are not quite as OCD as other nations when it comes to dealing with stuff like this. Um, Germany, I believe, is much more strict, but that's a difference in the character of the people. And, but we do have, basically, they've closed bars and restaurants and places like that, gyms, sports centers, all, all of that is closed. Kids are not in school, but we'll, kids will be going back progressively in the next couple of months, I believe. Mm -hmm. But people are taking it seriously, but life is, seems to be continuing as far as I can see. Probably a little bit boring, but continuing. Uh, boring, that's a bloody good word for it, yes. <laughs> <laughs> we're, all, we're all confined in our own little confines. Uh, real quick, is it Blea? Could you tell me how it is in the Northwest where it kind of almost started in the Washington area? You're not in Washington, but you're in Oregon. I'm in uh, Central Oregon, uh, right in the middle in Bend. And um, I went, I went out to Costco and Whole Foods. I try to go every two weeks and stock up. And it was about 50-50. I was really shocked at the people that weren't wearing masks. And Irene, I had a hat on and my glasses and mm -hmm. my mask and my sanitizer. And I felt like it was a little 50-50. There were a lot of people that were just like, walking too close to me and mm -hmm. uh, but it's pretty quiet you hear a car going down the street and it's like oh who's that who's driving <laughs> but um 
yeah. And then, you know, I have a 20 year old son who uh, in the beginning was kind of one of those kids that they weren't really taking it that seriously, but now he does. It's, and he also works at FedEx, which is scary to me. Wow. He handle, handles mm. packages. And um, so he comes home, washes up, changes his clothes, showers, and uh, it's weird. It's weird out there. The climate for sure has changed over the last few weeks because as we get on, we get more serious and then we're kind of almost almost releasing the serious to almost opening it up a trickle. Jenna, are you in Tucson and how has it affected you? You're not in Tucson. I'm in Portland. Portland. Oh, yeah. so you're in the same area. So do you see the same similarity with Maya? Um, well, I live out on an island. So I work in Portland <laughs> and I live out on, <laughs> I live on Soviet Island and I've pretty much, um, I'm working from home and I'm not going into town that often. It kind of freaks me out. Um, just like what I'm hearing is there's people that are um, covered head to toe. They're in the stores, but, and you know, shopping with masks and gloves. And then you have the parent with the toddlers in the shopping cart, like they're out for a regular trip and it just it literally freaks me out i just would rather order off of amazon um target and stay home <laughs> it's and out here we're finding everybody's either fishing um sightseeing um, boating canoeing so the island has been overrun by people which is freaky too because i want to stay home and it's crazy out here mm-hmm. little do you know Little do you know that we're all on an island right now in our yeah. own island. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Sean, so Sean, I know your um, kind of your, your business is helping people constantly yeah. uh, online and in social media. How has it affected you? Uh, you probably don't see anybody anyway, but you're dealing with them people every day. Right, and you know the first um, when was it Monday the sixth for me personally was you know I labeled as Black Monday. Within 20 minutes, I had, you know, calls from some of my biggest clients and a huge chunk of my business was gone almost immediately. Um, I, I told them each one of them that I was just going to work for them at no cost. And so all this, you know, blows by because, you know, but without them, I wouldn't be in the situation I'm at now. Um, you know, I, I'm taking this seriously. I, this is something that I'm not, you know, just kind of laissez-faire about. But I'm not going to let it, you know, my, you know, how much I'm, I see it as an opportunity, to be honest. I hate to put it that way, but it's an opportunity for me to be in my office and work on my skills and learn something new. And mm-hmm. I'll be honest, it's like this last two weeks have been the biggest growth spurt in my business because I'm in here 12 to 15 hours a day. And without baseball, I got nothing to do. Nothing to do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, I, I hate to use the word opportunity, but as a business owner, this is an opportunity to really accelerate all the things I wanted to put in place by this year or next year or whatever. And I, you know, eight new clients, I'm in 10 different states now, and it's ridiculous, but um, people are on social media and that's what I specialize, social media marketing more than ever. So, I mean, I'm in high demand now. You know, I, I don't, you know, I am taking it seriously. I know it, it's, this is a, you know, unprecedented times, 
But if I have the mentality that woe is me from a business perspective, you know, I didn't get back, I didn't get into distance, and I'm literally 1,200 feet too far south from a downtown brand or loan, you know, to be eligible for that. So I got no choice but to work my butt off and continue to grow. So no wonder you're skinny. You're not charging anybody. You have no money to eat. I get it now. <laughs> I have this special lens. It <laughs> reduces weight. Hey, it puts 10 pounds on me, it takes 10 pounds off of you. I get it. Hey, Brenda, besides creating, besides creating this uh, environment that we're on today, how has it affected you? Because I know you're out and about in Phoenix doing some hustling for your own business. Yeah, so, um, I mean, it's kind of business as usual for me. You know, um, we have a real estate company. Um, I'm going to plug myself called Arizona Housing Solutions. <laughs> but we, um, you know, as far as leisure travel goes, I mean, that's completely dead for us right now. Um, our, our corporate travel, we still trickles in. It's still not like it has ever been before, you know. And then real estate market, though, in Tucson here is actually still kind of booming. I mean, stuff is still selling, still going on the market. People are still buying stuff. I don't know how necessarily it is in the rest of the country, but here we're still doing okay. Um, I mean, the weirdest thing for me, I think, is that the other day I was at the store and I walked in and I almost like did a play. I like had to get my playbook out because I saw people standing like close together and I was like, how am I going to get past those people without... <laughs> you know, getting past them, how am I going to dodge and, you know, get to the vegetables and, you know, it was just so weird to feel like that. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of where I'm at right now. But Don't you see, don't you feel that we're kind of making more eye contact now because we've got to see where people are going or where they're going to be and you're kind of trying to be nice, but you know, you don't want to be nice because you don't want to get close. You know, yeah. yes, mm -hmm. true? That's, yes, very true. Yeah. Lots yeah. of eye contact, lots of smiles. I see people smiling <laughs> and kind of nodding, which is kind of cool because people never did that before. But, um, but yeah, it's just weird, you know? Right, right. We have a, we have a new guy here, Renu, joined us. Glad to see you, Renu. How are you guys? Good to see Hi, you. Hi, Renu. Let's, kind of transition. You? Let's kind of transition with Renu. What worries you the most about uh, COVID and the, maybe your business or life in general? Okay, so um, life in general is, is a balance. Um, I'm happy about certain things. And I'm scared about a lot of things. Um, so business, holy shit. You want to take a big fall. I do weddings and we have an event center and we, um, we basically live on about three to six months a year. And it's, it's the, uh, it's the good weather months. So March, April, May. So we lost pretty much 50% of for a year. Um, for people that can't do weddings, and I feel bad for them. At the same time, like we've we've invested time and effort to plan their weddings. We've done a lot of things for them, and we want to want to get right. At the same time, we can't afford to to just hang in there with without uh, you know promise of future, and, and you know and they they want to rebook, but rebooking is dates dates are, are finite. So there's only so many Saturdays in, in March, so many Fridays in, in April. And, uh, yeah, it's been tough. Um, my friends are all – Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, lots of friends in the restaurant industry. I, I, I'm, a, I'm a foodie. I love food and drink. Um, and I, uh, I, just, I feel for all my restaurant people. 
Um, we've got we get some positive notes coming up soon, but uh, totally get it. In, in with that transition, um, I think we've all had to learn how to punt or kind of improvise with what we do, to, and maybe learned a little about ourselves. But we'll get down to that. But have you guys had to kind of uh, reinvent yourself on the fly, and maybe how it helps you? Um, yeah, yeah, me personally, definitely. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm great at that. And so I, like, I, I'm personally at a, a friend's house and we're making uh, masks and helping her out. She's just so wedding dresses and now she's, she's still masks. Um, I've got friends in the restaurant industry. And I'm, I'm trying to put together a TV show that, uh, will make them, uh, be inspired to make food that'll make you guys enjoy what you're eating at home. So, uh, yeah. So it's it's it, it, it's good. It's bad. It's a great reset, but at the same time, like I've never thought that uh, we would live through something like this, where you know, where our loved ones are uh, are, are dying, where uh, where family members can't say, "Well, my parents, my parents live right next door to me. I built my house, and I can't." I can't go in to their house. I don't want to. I don't want to. Like I'm exposed to other people, so I don't want to expose them to them. Janet, um, what do you what do you feel? Are you kind of transitioning to other things or learning more about yourself? Well, I'm in the fitness industry, and so all my um, trainers are trying to transition into learning to train remotely. Um, some want to do it. Some have just like shut down. Um, we're offering online classes now instead of people coming into the gym. But again, now you have to get instructors that feel comfortable in front of a camera by themselves in their living room because they can't come to the gym. Mm -hmm. um, I'm working strictly from home instead of out of my office. And I met with, you know, five people a day. I did consultations and now it's, it is very different. It's, um, I'm doing all the social media, which, um, I think Sean understands this. It's constant. It, it starts at six in the morning and, you know, it's a constant all day. The joke is what Chris was saying is how many classes did you take today? Cause I'm not taking them, but I'm doing watch parties on my account and everybody's like, wow, you must be really fit. It's like, no, I'm just pushing classes. <laughs> it's a whole different world right now. Grab, you look like the guy that should be studying COVID, the professor somewhere in the Netherlands. <laughs> How has this affected you with your life and, and all that and what you do? In some ways, not much. My job hasn't changed. Um, I work for a very large organization and we got about 7,000 people across three, two or four countries in Europe. And we got within three days, everyone home working, nearly everyone. But the job is the same. It's just everything is slower. Mm -hmm. Instead of being able to pick something up and move from here to here, I have to click on a box and send an email to someone. Someone has to do something, send it back to me. Then I got to edit it and blur. It's not. Okay. Uh, I think I missed this, but what change. type of work do you do? It's just more complicated and slower. Graham, what do you do for? What do you do exactly? I've, I'm a team manager in the European Patent Office. Basically, I've got 20 people working for me of about, I don't know, 10 nationalities. I'm trying to keep everything flowing with these guys. And there are, some of them are in Belgium, some of them are in Ireland, some in Germany, some here in the Netherlands. Mm -hmm. 
Constance, what about what, what you? How of... it's affected you in terms of, you know, the U of A is always bustling. You can go and see people, young people, old people, and kind of have conversations. I'm sure you miss that. Oh, I do very much. Um, I actually was on campus today because I had to pick up some stuff from my office. And it was just, there was nobody in our building. There was nobody around. What I did see is a lot of facilities management people. So the people who are working on maintenance and who are having actually the opportunity without having to work around people to fix things and to maintain things. But the university has also, um, because we're losing so much money from all of the entities that contribute to the income of the university, they're really cutting back. And so projects that we were expecting to be happening to our building are not. Um, I miss my students like crazy. I mean, I have students that we're supposed to graduate next month. And I was planning a big party for them and they won't. And now we're trying to figure out what we can do for them in this time and in this space that will give them some feeling of accomplishment and satisfaction and, you know, goal achievement. Yeah. It's really tough. No question. Well, you, you are unfair. You have a companion with you. None of us have companions. Uh, uh, I'm, sure, I'm sure that's helped you. I'm sure that's helped you kind of move along. Uh, I don't know. I'm not a dog guy. I'm not a pet guy. How does that help? Oh, look. Oh, hey. Wait a second. We've talked Sharing so the pets? Turn into a pet store here. How does having somebody with you, something with you? And maybe enjoy. <laughs> How has that been for you, Blair, and in, in the Big Bend of, of Portland um, or Oregon? Say that again about the how, how has that helped you move on? Or maybe having something with you. Oh man, I love it. He sits. I work about four hours a day, part time for a gal, and he sits either across my lap or next to me, and um, he's my little shadow. I love it. Mm -hmm. But I also what, have a husband and a son here that I, <laughs> so, but he, yeah, it's great. I love having a dog. Let's kind of move from that in the stress area where everyone has stress, whether it's job or cut jobs or furloughs or whatever. How have you dealt with the stress? Are you in stress right now? Brenda? You? Yeah. You know, initially when it first started, of, co of course, for me, it was like the stress of, you know, I've, I've owned my business since 2007. I started it in the crash, you know, time frame, and I built this baby up and, you know, put my heart and soul into it. And, you know, I saw myself in a place where, gosh, you know, I could just go like that, you know, and, and so that's been super stressful to me knowing that, you know, people that work for me may not be working and everything drives off that, you know, and so that's been really stressful. Another um, stressful thing for me has just been knowing that um, you can give this to someone without having symptoms. And so that, that to me has been really stressful because it's like when you're around people you care about, it's like you don't, like you want to see them and you want to be with them, but you don't want to give them anything, you know, <laughs> and, and it's, it's, that's, that's been really stressful for me too. Let, no. let me say this. I've been quarantining for 40-some years. I don't get close to anybody <laughs> or otherwise. So I'm good here. 
uh, uh, Sean, for you, although you're kind of succeeding in this mess, or at least getting business from it, or potentially, how have you been stressed? Well, you know, I mean, it, 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 if there's ever a time to really practice gratitude each and every day, and I think that's before all this, it was something that whenever I had something good come by, I mean, always, you know, said thank you, you know, to the universe or whatever you want to do without getting too philosophical for anything. And again, I'm not downplaying it. I'm not, it's not that I'm not taking this serious. And maybe I'm totally wrong about this, but as bad as we have it now, we've still got it better than 99% of the population out there. Absolutely. You know? I mean, I, right. I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to say that, you know, especially the restaurant industry, and I, I get mm. it, I totally understand it, but we still have it better than the dude that was born in Manila in the trash city and mm -hmm. who's never experienced a hot meal in his life. You know what I mean? So again, you know, I, I feel, I feel for the students who can't graduate and I feel for that, I, you know, I do. I don't want to sound like I'm unempathetic or unsympathetic. At the same time, I wouldn't change what we're going through versus the person in the middle of, you know, I mean. Absolutely. Country. You know what I mean? You are well, absolutely I, correct, Sean. It's no, all I, about perspective. Yeah, right. yeah. And, and, and I really do empathize with each buddy here. I empathize with Graham and everybody around the world i do but we still got it okay i'm still in my office and i've got a couple thousand dollars worth of equipment i got a freaking challenger in the parking lot i'm doing okay you know do i miss seeing people do i miss seeing my daughters hell yeah i do Ooh, it kills me mm -hmm. but we'll get through this it's going to make us all stronger renew you talked about this earlier with your your wedding planning stuff and a lot of festivities that you deal with um have you yeah. kind of had to i, I don't know they're going to come back if in fact they do eventually I'll come get back. Married, or you're hoping so uh how, how has this whole thing stressed you out and we're still in the early stages so in a lot of ways because um that way like i almost feel like i'm my business is a business that is a, a middle ground so I hire florists and photographers and cake decorators and uh, wedding dressmakers. So every single one, it's a chain reaction. Mm -hmm. When this, this shit hits a fan, everybody is out of a job. Mm -hmm. All of us have to reinvent ourselves. Mm -hmm. And not many people, not many people can, can say that they can do that and, and make a living. Mm -hmm. So... I don't know. It's just, uh, it's scary times. And I'm friends with a lot of people in the hospitality industry. And the hospitality is like, that's the last thing. You're like, okay, so right. we need necessities. We need, uh, we need to eat. We need to drink. We need to have a place to live. And hospitality is the last thing that people have money to give to. Mm-hmm. So. Well, Graham, again, I don't want to tease you, but your pulse is probably steady as always. Just kind of, kind of steady, steady. You look like that guy. Have you been stressed at all? Has your income been affected? As or what, what has affected you the most? Well, my income has not been affected in any way whatsoever. The only impact financially has been that I can't spend my money. Um, I do like to Can go you adopt out. me? Wait, wait. <laughs> we will give you opportunities to spend your money. And you adopt me anytime you'd like to. I can move to the Netherlands. No problem. Exactly. You can all come visit. It's a very nice country. What was the question again? No, no. Just how it's affected you. And it really hasn't. 
Not financially, no, but but sort of socially, I, I miss yeah. getting together with my friends. There's been birthdays that we've tried to do online, and it's just not the same thing. Right. Sitting right. in front of a computer with a beer isn't the same as going to a bar. Very true. But, but what about you in terms of, we talked about your pets and how stable, at least emotionally, you can be and how they helped. How has it affected you in any way? Um, you know, my husband and I are both working. Um, he is in construction and uh, is staying busy. And I'm just working. It was a little adjustment for me just um, not being able to go out, you know, going to the store or whatever. But um, it really, I love being at home. And, but having to be home is another story. Mm. So, um, and uh, I'm, I've gotten into a routine thanks to um, the company that um, Jana works with. I've been doing a lot of exercise, <laughs> which is great. I love it. I'm doing more than I did when I was, you know, at the club. So that's been good. I love it. But. Some of the restrictions are happening maybe in the next week or so, maybe the next few weeks. Uh, we can go out and maybe do some things and possibly or go to work. Uh, what? Give me some predictions. What's going to happen and maybe in the next two months, three months? Will it be six months at the turn of the new year? Wow. Uh, Brenda, give me that, maybe. Yeah, go ahead, Renew. Okay, cool. Um, you know what? If people are smart, this is how it's going to roll out. And I think it's going to roll out with early May being retail and retail following the same suit that uh, grocery stores doing. So like 25% occupancy, they walk in and they're going to spread it out. And then maybe June we have restaurants, but restaurants are not going to be a hundred percent. Like everybody sits there. So it'll be like 25% of their occupancy. So if you have a small place, you have 85% people occupancy, maybe 15, 20 people at a time, uh, space at tables. Mm -hmm. um, from there, I'm thinking we might see bars spread out. From there, event centers like my place, probably six months out. From there, I'm thinking concerts, venues, festivals, a year and a half. So 2000, 2021 fall, we'll probably see. Well, you, he kind of blanked out, but you saw yesterday, uh, Constance, that uh, the president of the university said that he doesn't anticipate the football season going on, possibly the basketball season being delayed until the next year, 2021. Uh, people in this town live with that stuff. They eat that stuff, maybe even though the football team sucks, but, uh, <laughs> You know what I mean? It's going to be a while before like the real world starts to hit and right. you get, get back to maybe, you know, you, you're, you and your loved one are six seats apart from each other. Hey, do you want some popcorn? Yeah, here. You know, um, but do you think that could happen? I think it can happen. I think it's going to have to happen. If people are going to want to gather, if they don't want to get sick again, and if they don't want to have hot spots happening, then they're going to have to do that. They're going to have smart. to practice that distance. Yeah. yeah. Be smart. Hey, real quick, Sean, for you, you're missing baseball. You might miss baseball the rest of the summer. I know. I know. And it's, it's, I hope they play the games just to kind of lift people's spirits up. You know, mm -hmm. I, 
I know it's going to be odd watching the game because, you know, without the um, crowd there. But before we just came on, I was watching the NFL draft. It was totally different. It didn't have the hype or the feel, but it was something. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I, I would like to see them play an abbreviated season, you know, without the fans, you know, maybe for a year. And then, but I think, I, I think from uh, it, the general population, I think a lot of us kind of like getting the delivery, getting the takeout, using Amazon. It's really introduced maybe like the older generation to how easy and how convenient it, it oh is. Oh my goodness, yes. That stuff delivered. So I think a lot of people, one, are going to be a lot more healthy, a lot more conscientious of what they're putting in and on their bodies. But I also think it's going to be a mixture where, yeah, there are going to be some people going out. I know I'm going to go out to, you know, my favorite dive bars again. You know, I miss it. But I also think a lot of people kind of like staying home, you know, are going to kind of, you know, um, that I think the restaurants and some of the breweries and distilleries have done a phenomenal job in pivoting. And you can call ahead and order your kit and go home and be with a few friends. Mm-hmm. So I think it's going to be a combination of the two. Let me say this. I give, I grant the world the next three months, okay, and in July, July 1, we're all good and safe to go. How many of you guys are going to go out and do what you used to do? <laughs> and I say that in taking the chance that what you used to do to making sure that everything's okay. Mm-hmm. So I have a mother who's about to turn 89 years old in Washington, D.C. And I want to be with her, but I have to figure out how I'm going to go two weeks in advance, isolate myself, quarantine myself, then spend two weeks with her, but I can't do it any other way. Mm-hmm. Whether it's tomorrow or in another three months. Right. Right. Uh, you don't want to be that guy to go out and say, oh, it's all safe. And then it's the, it's the canary in the cave. It's the canary yeah. in the cave. You don't want to be the canary in the cave. Right. Uh, right. Anybody going to take a chance and do some stuff that maybe they say it's okay to do? It might not be easy to do anything. Um, because I want to, I like traveling. You know, city breaks in Europe, are very, it's close by. Venice is, what, two hours away. But there might not be any airlines to take us there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I've got to get my daughter to uh, California for the fall uh, semester when she starts university. And I just don't know how that is going to happen. Sean, you get free tickets to the Dodgers game in August. You going to go with people? I'll sit at the, no, I'll go by myself, but I'll sit at the very top. <laughs> <laughs> August? I'll go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Renew looks like a, cha- like a, like a changer. She, he'd do it no problem. No, I know. I think that's the scary part. I mean, when do you actually want to take your chance on your life? Be sure that everything's sure. okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, let's transition into something that's probably more important. How has this affected your relationships, whether with close people, with, with lovers, uh, with friends, with people that you love to see all the time. Uh, Janet? Wow. Janet? Uh, I have um, two children. One's in Phoenix right now, and the other one left LA and is in uh, Tucson. At least she's around people that love her, but it's horrendous because I can't get to my kids. So that's been, um, I think, harder than anything. Um, I'm, I, my son works for Southwest. So there's that similar issue with I'm worried about his health. Um, 
sure. I can usually just jump on the plane and go see them easily. And now I can get them, they can't get to me. Um, they're invincible, you know, at 23 and 25, they think they're healthy, there's no problem kind of thing. Um, and then work, I'm a very social person, so not having all my people around has been awful, you know. Mm -hmm. I dance people now I dance in my living room you know with a screen full of people it's very different kind of side note I was just saying uh, that Brad and I were talking about this like the invincible thing the uh, you think this uh, virus is only for the elderly and the young um, there's been studies and, and everything's happening young people actually die from this mm -hmm. so what it is like your immune system actually works against you if you have a strong immune system and you're young and healthy and an athlete um you can flood your lungs with attacking that virus that will actually take you out so we're all you know we're, we're all in the same boat together like it doesn't matter if you're old or young um yeah of course if you're feeble you're gonna you know yeah. you're gonna hurt more but uh, but we all can die I, I assume i assume that some of you guys are married uh uh, Jana, maybe Constance, uh, maybe Blaya. No, no. So, so maybe going out and having dinner with some friends, maybe a companion or whatever. That's you probably missed opportunities because we've been held hostage for maybe forty some days. Yeah. yeah. So I've been, um, I've been uh, dating, and uh, that's a really interesting thing because <laughs> you can only get Wait, so dating during close. this stuff. <laughs> interestingly enough yes um, <laughs> okay I um, you know you can you can meet somebody .com, we're doing this exactly <laughs> you can meet somebody and sit you know six feet away from them you can have a conversation um, but there's no hugging of friends or people who are closer than friends um, it, it's it's just weird did he, and I'm did a hugger did he bring you some uh, toilet tissue and hand sanitizer when you first met, first met you? <laughs> he, brought, he brought wipes for the table and he brought flowers. So. Ah, okay. A gentleman, a gentleman, oh, nice. You know what? what about you, Graham? And I'll ask Sean later because oh, I, I know Sean did, did, did he lay the flowers down and he had to go pick them off? He did. <laughs> Nice. He did. <laughs> I, I usually That's bring fantastic. I usually bring wipes to on stage, but not for that reason. <laughs> <laughs> That's too much information. So, Graham, are you just hunkered down, or what's your situation in terms of life with with people, friends, stuff like that? Well, friends, I very rarely actually see anybody face to face, um, which is a bit of a bummer because I'm quite social and I like to go out. I like to have drinks. I like to eat out. Uh, love life, uh, you might as well forget about that. It's on pause. <laughs> Nothing can be done. Uh, I'm reluctant to leave the country in, in case they close the border somewhere and I'm stuck. Mm -hmm. I just about got out of Madrid in time for that one. I was with a friend in Madrid and we were going out together. If I'd been there maybe a few more days with her, then we would still be in Madrid, locked in mm -hmm. an apartment, which might be good, might be bad, who knows. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Depends on what kind of friend she is. <laughs> That's so, so right. Brenda, Brenda, you get to live, you live with your kids, right, Brenda? Yes, I do, yeah. So that, so, kind of, that helps you? You haven't lost that yet? 
Well, my two daughters are with me, and so I'm lucky to have them here, and that's been great. Um, my son is in Texas, so you know I was going to go visit him right before um, all this happened, and so now I don't know when I'm going to be able to see him. So I miss him desperately, but um, yeah, so that that sort of thing. I mean, I see people once in a while. You know that sort of thing but as far as dating you know if you consider dating like standing at your window looking outside and checking out the Amazon guy yeah that's <laughs> <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah. I mean I, that's about it <laughs> there's no truth to the word there's no truth to the rumor you're gonna have a fire in the house just to have the firemen come to you that might happen Steve I don't know <laughs> and, and Sean you've lost all this all this weight what's good does it do if no women can see you well, furthermore, when I'm on Zooms, I don't wear any pants either. So that's my dating right there. <laughs> oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, it's uh, Steve, dude. I mean, it's, oh my God. It's, it's like, I just want to like, it, it's, it's horrible. It's bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, along those lines too, what have you learned about yourself that you didn't know you had inside you until this happened? Huh. That's still on me or somebody else? Whoever, we'll start with I'll do it. Go. So, um, I actually learned that I'm better at home by myself than I thought I was. So well, that date didn't last long, then. What's that? <laughs> the date didn't last long. Well, no, it was a, it was a six foot apart date. <laughs> but um, no, I you know I've got the cat, I've got my little house, and. It's comfortable and I have enough space to do all the things that I want. I've got the sewing machine behind me. I've got the jewelry making over here. I've got my office over here, you know. Got a TV and a couch. Got a nice kitchen, it's okay. Cool, what about you, Blair? What did you learn about yourself? Um, that with all this extra time, I still don't like cleaning my house. <laughs> That's the truth. It's still a mess. I'm trying. But yeah, um, I like the routine. I kind of like this having a little routine and being home. Nice, you know. nice. Jenna? I, I think there's positives, a lot of positives in this. I know people are going stir crazy, but I think um, it helps you uh, take stock of what, where you've been spending your money, where you were spending your time, where you were wasting your time. Mm -hmm. um, Sean said he's Absolutely. getting more work done. Um, you, you've, I've been figuring out new ways to do business. Um, I'm reading a lot more. I'm taking a lot more photos. I'm hiking like crazy. Um, anybody that knows me can <laughs> tell you what my Facebook page look, look, looks like lately. Um, <laughs> I, I think there's a lot of benefits to the environment. So um, I don't know. I think just getting in touch Absolutely. with yourself, maybe you're not supposed to be connecting to a bunch of people. You're just supposed to reconnect with yourself. That's, That's what a good I point. It's a good, good point. Saying. I want to put that on a bumper sticker. That's good, good point. Yeah. Yeah. What about, Graham, what about you? What did you learn? Well, I, first I thought I was going to go kind of mad. Um, <laughs> the first week I thought, how the hell am I going to get through this? But I seem to be adapting which surprised me. <laughs> so I guess that I was more flexible than I thought I would be. Nice. What about you, Sean? Um, it, it's just kind of, you know, like a reintroduction to yourself again, just kind of, uh, mm -hmm. you get to know yourself a lot more of taking, you know, a lot of walks throughout my day, you know, and just being more introspective and just kind of, um, 
just challenge myself a, a lot more than I thought I could really do, you know. So I started a an ebook. I started a few other things that I didn't think I was going to ever get to for the next you know year or two years. So I guess just the amount of stuff that I'm doing at once, I didn't think I really could do. To be honest. What about you, Renew? Um, uh, lots of good things, but uh, I can deal with stress. I learned early on that uh, you know, life goes on and we'll all survive. So, um, good things. I mean, I've I I will end this segment with some good positive things that you know I've I've worked on, but uh, definitely um, building good connections. Um, even if it's just like this, like 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 we're talking right now with us right now. So um, just building good connections, giving a positive attitude, um, making things work. Um, it's a good reset for everybody. Realistically, it's crazy for the environment. I think somebody touched on that to just our world in general. Um, sorry. No, that's uh, cool. That's good. That's yeah. good. You, you'll end this segment at the end. I know you have a list of things you want to talk about real quick. Brenda, what have you learned about yourself? You know, kind of the same thing as Connie, you know, I, um, I was a, kind of a social butterfly, you know, prior to this and, at, you know, doing things every day and every night and keeping myself really, really busy. And, you know, now I have so much quiet time and I just, I, I'm finding that I'm okay with it and it's great. And, and so that's been um, one big thing that I've learned about myself. I've also, have, I'm, I'm a big picture person. Um, and so learning to kind of take things day by day um, has been a new thing for me and I'm kind of liking it and digging that too. So that's been, that's been a good thing for me too. So kind of those two things have um, been the things that have resonated with me so far, um, that inner peace, quiet time and, and um, just learning about myself. And, and I think we forget to do that. And, and this has been a good opportunity to really take the time to be able to do that. For me, real quick, I, I like, I just confirmed to me that I like being by myself and no one leaves, and everybody leaves me alone. So <laughs> uh, COVID, what? There was a COVID? I didn't know that. Really? Uh, so let's maybe just end this, end this segment uh, with a quick, um, uh, what good has come from it? Although we kind of went there already with, with Sean's stuff and everybody else's. So let's go to Renew and his little list of things that he has found from this whole uh COVID-19 time frame. Can I go two directions? Go. You guys have time? Yeah. Two directions. We're captive what audience. We're with. All right. All right. Cool. So just going to say like something that, that I posted that was like kind of probably should have started with this, but um, it's okay. We'll, we'll, we'll end good. I promise. Um, I was just saying um, one thing I posted was like early April 2020, over 28 million people are applying for unemployment. Um, everybody's checking their bank accounts to see if there's a $1,200 check that might be deposited. If so, you felt like you won the lottery. Millions of middle-class families are waiting in line in food banks to feed their children. Um, everybody is wearing masks and gloves when they go outside. Businesses have been around for 10, 20, 50 years and they have to close. Mm -hmm. Loved ones are dying completely alone. Elderly families are unable to see their loved ones. Morning reports of the sick and dead are growing exponentially. 
the p- political divide in our country is also growing exponentially and it's being fueled by the media and by social media. I can go on for hours, but I just yearn for the day. Like look at this post and shed a single tear and say, I'm so glad this is over. Stay healthy, stay strong, my friends, till we can toast again. Cheers. Thank you very much, Randy. Sorry. I don't want to end on a sad note, so keep rolling, and I'll end on a good note. And on a good note. <laughs> Another good note, okay. you're buying when we go together. I'm buying Yes, at some point. Kidding. You want me to? Okay. So, well, I good have show. Good show. Good show. I know we had to kind of go with COVID because that's where the situation we're in now. We'll go into relationships and love and lost love and things like that down the road. Is that right, Brenda? That is right. We uh, have. Okay. Did you, did, Renee, did you want to say something really quick about Can you do the positive positives? Side? Yeah, go, go ahead really quick. Go what ahead really quick. Yeah. Really, really quick. Yep. I got to roll with that. Hold on. Okay. Hold on. Um, I'll just go off the cuff. So, anyways, I just want people to do things that are positive. So, while we're home, isolated at home, you can do a lot of good things. Um, you can read a book, you can write a book, you can walk your dogs, you can get healthy, you can energize your mind, energize your life. Um, you can be a better person just by being introverts a little bit, it's just kind of like living what you want to be. Um, take care of yourself. You can reinvent your business. You can look at your marketing strategies. You can build a new business. You can do amazing things. All we want to do is like take this time, enjoy, rebuild. Um, Hopefully if you ever, ever, ever need help, there's people that help out. And what I love about this is people care. People care. If you're in need, there is people that will help out. And I love this. I see it every day. The poorest of the poor are getting helped right now. And we think about that. So take time. Live your life. Reflect. Enjoy. Please stay positive. That's all you got to do is stay positive. So cheers, my friend. Thank you. Thank you, Rita. Yeah, so um, we're going to be releasing a couple of interviews I did with um, Michelle Fraley, um, and talking about stress management during this time, and then another video with Beth Kyle talking about stress eating and how to deal with those topics. So they have some really good tips and techniques to deal with all those things. So keep an eye out on that. We'll be rolling that out in the next week. And you know, if you guys have topics that um, you would like to see on Midlife Single, send me a note. You can DM me and or send me a message, and um, and we'll make sure that we cover those topics. We want to make sure that we're, you know covering topics that people want to hear and um, that, that is affecting our lives. So thank you so much for joining us, everybody. Constance, Renew, Sean. Thank you, Brenda. Thank you, Steve. Thanks um, so much for hosting and moderating. Graham, it's so good to see you all the way from the Netherlands. Um, Jana, love to see you. And Blay, nice to meet you. So until next time. Thank you. Thank you. Bye, guys.